1: everyone and welcome to Kilowatt. My name is Bodie and I am your host. I hope everybody had a nice and safe holiday weekend and it's the end of the year so there's lots of exciting things going on in terms of holiday-ish things even in COVID times which brings me to the thing that I like. I went ahead and got the COVID vaccine on Monday which was a week ago today and so far, so good. I only got the first shot. You need two shots. And it wasn't bad. I, I felt a little achy the first day. I felt a little bit achy the second day. My arm really hurt. And then the third day was fine. And the arm didn't hurt anymore. So, as a matter of fact, the shot went so easy. I didn't even know they had given it to me. We were just chatting. Uh, there was like two or three nurses at the car window when we were going through. This was the first day. And so we were just chatting about the whole process and they're like, okay, you're done. Go over there and sit for 15 minutes to make sure nothing happens to you. But yeah, the process went really well. Actually, if I had one negative thing to say (laughs) about the process is as you're sitting there and they, before you get the shot, they run down all the things that could go wrong. And as you're sitting there, there's a sign that says all of the things, if you're experiencing any of these things, you need to please honk your horn and have somebody come over and talk to you. And then people just come over to you and be like, hey, are you experiencing any of these symptoms? And after a while, you know what? Maybe I am experiencing these symptoms. I don't know. I feel like maybe I've got a little bit of a headache. I have something going on with my neck. It feels a little stiff. So yeah, there's a lot of like a psychosomatic type (laughs) symptoms going on. But in the reality, it was not a big deal. And when it comes your turn and you get an opportunity to take it, I would encourage you to do it. I'll let you know how the second shot goes sometime around January 11th. I'm supposed to get that, but it is the holidays. It is the end of the year. So I would like to wish everybody, you know, happy new year and Merry Christmas, happy Hanukkah, although that's passed. So is Christmas, but I would like to have a special thanks or make a special thanks to our patrons who actually make this show possible. Your contributions go on to pay for the day-to-day operations of the show, which it isn't very expensive, roughly, if I'm not buying any equipment. Just the monthly services that I subscribe to to be able to record the show, it runs a little over $100 or so. I've never really or not recently added it all up. It is, it is, It can get spendy, but I try to keep costs down. So, your contribution goes towards helping pay for the show. So, I really appreciate you guys for doing that. So, I am going to welcome John to the Patreon. John, I'm really happy to have you back. I'd also like to thank our other patrons, Tommaso, Adam, Alex, Ryan, Karen, James from the US, Chip, Chris, Ian, Dale, Don, Cameron, Nate, Mark, and James from Canada, which is James from True North EVs. Thank you, folks. I really appreciate your support, and it really makes a difference uh what you do and... Yeah. Again, it just kind of, it warms my heart that you guys support the show. So thank you very much. And you know what? I want to talk about that real quick. I think, I feel that it's really important to support one another in this community. There are certain people who are out there and they're grinding and they're working to build an audience. And this is not easy. I've been doing this for four years. I would not say that I have the biggest audience out there. I am fairly known in the Tesla community But I I don't have an unusually large audience. If I did, you would be hearing ads on this instead of me begging for Patreon. But I want to just highlight a couple of people. Dale does the Climate Report and Making Tracks podcast. And he has a really long library. He's been doing this for a long time. And if you want to learn more about the climate and what's going on in EVs, especially in the Sacramento area, he's a great person to go and, and listen to. Earl of Frunk Puppy, which is at 28DelaysLater on Twitter. His link is also in the show notes. Amazing. He has one of the funniest Twitter accounts, especially in relation to Tesla, that you could possibly follow. So go follow at 28DelaysLater. James, who does the True North EVs podcast. I do mostly like news. James goes out and he interviews all these great people. And he does like experiences with the EVs. He has a Hyundai Kona and he's just telling the story of owning the Kona. On top of that, he's interviewing all these great people who either are people who work in the field of EVs or they're hobbyists or they own these cars and just the whole process of, of what they went through, especially early adopters, what they went through. He had a really good interview season. This summer. I don't know if you call it a season. He had a, a space there where he was interviewing people all the time, and it was really good. And then finally, Jessica Kirsch, who is a YouTube person, YouTuber. I don't, YouTuber sounds wrong. But anyway, Jessica Kirsch is on YouTube, she's on Twitch. And she's a live streamer. She has she puts out a ton of great content, and she's trying to build her audience just like everybody else that I mentioned, is, and including myself, is trying to build the audience. So all of go and and follow those people. See what they're doing. At least give them a chance and and see what they're doing because I follow them and I like all of them, honestly. But I believe in order for us to succeed, we need to help each other out go and follow those folks. I'm not going to give you a Patreon plug. Instead of having to listen to me plug that Patreon, just go and follow those people and give them a shot. That is my Christmas and holiday wish. All right, let's get right into the news. There's not a lot of news, as you can imagine. It's the end of the quarter, which means it's time for me to give the mandatory Elon's encouraging employees to go all out. In this case, it's Tesla's goal to hit 500,000 deliveries by the end of 2020. And you know what? I think they have an excellent chance of actually achieving this. In fact, if I'm being honest, I think they've probably already hit that magic number of 500,000. And anything else is just making their goal look that much better, which is going to, in turn, hopefully raise that stock price for so all the folks who are investors make some money. Next story. These are all very short stories. Sorry about that. Good news for music streamers, if you're a Tesla owner, Tesla's working on Apple Music and Amazon Music native apps. This doesn't mean that Tesla is implementing CarPlay or Android Auto because it's Tesla. You'll just be able to stream your favorite music from those services. Tesla already offers Spotify for in-car native streaming. And I spent a good portion of the... Weekend, the 23rd through, let's see, yesterday, which I think was the 27th, hanging out in Sierra and Brad's new 2021 Model 3. And it was a lot of fun. That car is great. Honestly, I was hesitant whether or not I would want to own a Model 3 along Model 3 standard range plus. For a variety of different reasons, one of them being this, I'm just a snob, but that car is wonderful. It, it feels good. It's quiet. We, while Sierra was here for Christmas, it was parked in the garage and we got the update or she got the update over her phone that it was time to update the car, or the notification that it was time to update the car. And we updated it and then we played with all the funny little different horn sounds that you can make. There's new apps. My kids loved playing the games in the car. The visualizations for full self-driving were really great. I'm not sure it was a huge update in terms of the app itself. But still, you buy a Tesla and it keeps getting better and better. So that's awesome. I kind of got distracted there. Next story. According to a report from Nikkei Asia, Panasonic will build the 4680 battery cells for Tesla. Now, this is going to be a really short story because I would imagine that there's a number of different suppliers that are going to build the 4680 battery cells for Tesla. This seems like news because Tesla and Panasonic have had that, at least in the media, that on and again, off again relationship. Are they a couple? Or are they not a couple? And this kind of submits them a little bit as being a little bit more of a couple, but really... Yeah, I would imagine that Tesla is making deals with all of its suppliers to build these batteries because it's the future of their company. So it just makes sense that they're going to need a lot of them. And I'm sure Panasonic can't supply all of them. Tesla may begin some type of operations in India sometime in 2021. India's Union Minister for Road Transportation Highway stated that Tesla may start operations in India in early 2021. Now Elon followed that up with a tweet that said that Tesla would not be coming to the Indian market in January 2021, but would do so within the year. I don't see this as being news honestly. I'm reporting on it cuz there wasn't a lot of news to choose from that w- that I felt was interesting. But Elon's mentioned this I think on an earnings call, but India requires a certain percentage of parts that go into products that are sold in India to come from Indian companies. And if that can't happen, then they need to build the product in India. Otherwise it's, it's subject to a, a very high tax. Yeah. This is just totally makes sense to me. I don't, I think you even talked about it earlier this summer In Tesla drama or maybe Tesla drama, Elon said he reached out to Apple during production hell or the darkest days of Model 3 production to acquire Tesla. So Elon went to Tim Cook, which is the CEO of Apple, and he said, please acquire our company. And Tim refused to take the meeting. I've heard a lot of like a variety of like negative comments about this about Tim Cook saying no, like it was some sort of snub or some sort of insult to Tesla or how stupid was Apple because now Tesla's doing really well and Apple had a chance to get in when they were, they could be bought fairly cheap or Apple had a chance to get in on Tesla when it could be bought fairly cheap. But honestly, Apple doesn't... Apple, <laughs> whatever money... That Tesla makes Apple does not, it wouldn't even blink. Like that's money that's lost in the seat cushions, honestly. Now, for me, that would be a significant amount of money what Tesla's pulling in. But for Apple, it's, they just would throw it on the pile. It's not a big deal. But here's why I don't think it's a big deal that Apple passed or Tim Cook passed on this meeting. And it was, be- it's because Apple at that time was working on their own EV self-driving technology allegedly called Project Titan and at this was all going on the same time that Apple was or Tesla was in the production hell it would make sense that they declined that meeting because let's say he took the meeting let's say Tim and Elon sat down and they chatted and Elon laid out hey here's all the cool things that we're doing and here's what's coming and then Apple says you know what we're not going to acquire you but then later on down the road some technology that Apple develops is similar to technology that te- Tesla developed. That's gonna that's gonna cause a lot of unwanted problems for Apple. Whereas they just say, "No, thank you. Um, good luck on production hell." And then Apple can develop what they want in a clean space versus having Tesla come in and showing what's underneath the kimono. And then Apple developing something similar and Tesla saying, hey, you stole that from us when we had our meetings. It makes complete sense. I don't think it was an insult to Elon Musk from Tim Cook, honestly. And finally, Elon confirmed the full self-driving subscription plan will go live early 2021. So my question to you folks is, and please email me, Bodie B-O-D-I-E at 918digital. What would you pay? for a full self-driving subscription plan. What would you be okay with on a monthly payment? I've heard some speculate something like $300 a month for the subscription plan, which I think is way overpriced. This only makes sense if Tesla doesn't want people to purchase the full self-driving subscription. Or when you reach the price that full self-driving was when you signed up for the subscription and then it just stops and you've paid for it. It's almost like it's not a loan because you can stop at any time, but if you stop, you've lost all your money. But if you continue and you hit $10,000, if you signed up today, then you own full self-driving for the remainder of that car. But yeah. So if you add full self-driving to your loan, when you purchase a car, it adds about $150 to your payment. Somewhere I said $80 and I was mistaken because I can't do math apparently. But I looked tonight before recording the show, it's $150. So I don't think the price would be over $150. And honestly, I think the price would be closer to $99 a month, which is still a hefty fee. But in my mind, if I didn't have full self-driving and I didn't have $10,000, but I had an extra $99 a month, that would be something that I would consider. I think 150 is too hard of a sell. I think once you get over $100, it's going to be difficult to get people to pay for that. If it's $50 bucks or $49.99, I think they're going to get everybody who doesn't have full self-driving and can afford $50 a month, they're going to get everybody. And they're going to make a ton of money every month, but who knows? All right. That is our show. I want to thank everybody for listening to the show. I really appreciate it. Happy holidays. I am planning something special for the end of the year. I hopefully it'll be an interview with two people. It Maybe one <laughs> who knows we're still working on the details. But I think everybody, I think it's going to be fun. The two people that I have in mind are a lot of fun. I've reached out to them. They've both said that they're interested. Now it's just a matter of picking a day or a time that works for everybody, which is the most difficult part of scheduling interviews. But yeah, it should be good and hopefully give you some bang for your buck. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to the show. I hope you all have a wonderful and safe holiday. And I will talk to you next week.
0: God rest ye merry, gentle, and let nothing you dismay.